Skin him a rink a dinky ding, skin him a rinky doo. I want you to come upstairs. <laughs> I want you to come upstairs and show them. Skin him a rink and a dink a dink. Yeah, and I want skin him a runk, but dunk a dunk. <laughs> the skin of a dunk a dunk, but dunk a dunk. That's skin of a dussy, bruh, bruh. That's gonna be my next name on fucking dark and darker. Skin of a skin of a dussy. Yeah, skin of Max. Skin of. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> this is the like the preamble to. um or maybe it maybe it's the aftermath of of the Skinamarink episode. Aftermath ain't gonna be nothing after that. So give Just, me one more platinum plaque and fuck rap. You can have it back. Fuck yeah, cut. Where's all the mad savage at? Like it's a like a jungle in this habitat. habitat. All you savage cats know that I was strapped with gas when you were cuddling the cabbage patch. Ooh, that's them orphan trains, boy. Yeah, but Tartara. We're gonna Tartar. turn this into a Tartaria episode Tartar. too. Blood floods, <laughs> aliens, Tartaria, the flat hot dog shaped earth. Oh yeah, no, it's not flat. It's shaped like a hot dog. <laughs> it's got extra chili and cheese on it. Yeah, but the Dude, onions are falling out of it. The, pe- the everybody on Earth would shit if all of a sudden just chili like rained down on everybody. What kind of chili though? That's really important. Wolf chili, wolf brand chili with beans. The beans might save it a little bit, but man, Wolf Brand, bro. Then, on. then without beans. For me, it's the opposite. But I'm gonna go with what you don't like more. So it's without beans. So you like Wolf Brand chili with no beans? I'd prefer it with no beans than with the beans. Okay. So not Hormel. Hormel ain't your bag. Hormel's dope. No, I say Wolf chili because it's not good. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then yeah. Because yes, I want. Because I want. I want it to be worse than what it is. Yeah, you got me. Cause that's some nasty shit. Yeah, but Wolf is ten. It, Wolf is an eleven out of ten chili. <laughs> it's all just watery dog food. Dog food that you can get wet and the dogs eat it up and stuff. Shouldn't you start doing that like a lot sooner? I, I say this because my dad and his girlfriend's dog and and their their teeth have issues, and I'm like, oh pups. Yeah, well, they're getting old, bro. Their dog's been alive forever. Huh? That's all them little white fuckers that yell all the time and bark. There's only one left right now. Oh, yeah. Isis is the only one left. Oh, Isis, little she, terrorist pup. She's <laughs> she's 15 years old. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. She's old, oh, Rick. Oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> she's so old, Morty. She, she, she's she, she's so so old, Morty. She's an old slut, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> She had a lot of a lot of litters. She had too many litters. She her her, her little dog vagina's uh, uh, incapable of holding its own piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's that's not, not even how it works. That's not. But 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 also, it's not wrong though. But I love it anyway. Because 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 they they were. Well, Isis is better at not pissing all over the house, but Artica was pissing everywhere because her her she was paralyzed. Oh God! Yeah, this is all sad. This is all staying in. Yeah, you're making me sad. We're gonna Earth make every- is a, Earth is a nasty chili dog, and <laughs> Articus the dog was pissing herself because she was paralyzed. Well, in this new Happy Mardi Gras, everybody. 
And <laughs> yeah, this is being recorded on Mardi Gras. Go check out Fixie's Playgrounds Mardi Gras special, by the way. That's out. Uh, link in the show notes. The, in this new world covered in wolf brand chili, every dog is paralyzed and pisses all over the house. God damn. Yeah, we opened the ante. All right. Okay. Everyone, yeah. this is our version of Skin and Marine, except it's the whole planet. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. No more toilets. No more indoor plumbing at mm-hmm. all. Nope. I'm gonna take away all that. No more we, cat litter boxes. No more lights. Eventually. Eventually. <clears throat> the lights all start going off. In the house. Oh, you watch just Looney Tunes. Not even. Fucking public domain cartoons. All you watch is old racist cartoons that you can't even show <laughs> on YouTube anymore. <laughs> Shit like that. Shit, song- this is gonna make everybody sad, but also laugh. It's a song of the South on repeat. Just oh no, <laughs> and and every scene from Dumbo with the crows just su- super cut. Yeah, Poor Dumbo. Well, Dumbo he- deserved better than that, though. I'm just saying. What happened to him? He flies. No, he, no, he. De- no, I'm saying he deserved not to have them old racist ass crows in his movie. <laughs> yeah, poor Dumbo. I'm, I'm gonna say those crows are characters, though. I mean, if you didn't know that that was racist as hell, that would be their characters. Right, right. right They're right, the only right. characters in a cartoon that I know to behave that way. So, as a kid, I guess what I'm saying is I did not know that that was racist. Yeah, I was same. just like, oh, I didn't either. It's these like wacky crows. Yay! I like how these crows talk. They seem really cool. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, I want to hang out with these crows. They're the best part of this movie. I want to, I want to smoke black and miles with these crows and talk about big butts. <laughs> what did I say something wrong? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair thing to want to do with anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I was a weird kid. I wanted weird things. Mm-hmm. Uh, all night, I'm gonna slowly try to glide the conversation over to Skinner. We never gonna, we, but we'll never get there. I like it. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. You were talking about some big, uh, I think it was at one point or another in the Discord, the, whatever the, the nightmare monster is called, you, you likened it to something, but I can't remember what. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Some big, like, snake alligator reptile shit or something or another. Oh, fuck. I don't know, dude. No, I'm talking about the creature on Outwaters. Creature on Outwaters? Yeah, the one that you don't really get to see because of... Oh, the big lobster hog thing? Yeah, that's what you called it, a big lobster hog. And I'm like, dude, when I saw that in my mind, I'm like, this is what a monster in a nightmare looks like. It's indiscernible. You can't make out what it is, but it's it's just creepy as fuck. And I'm going to Google image it. I'm going to Google image search that shit. To me, that was one of the most Lovecraftian things I've ever seen on film. Oh, no doubt, dude. That movie is cosmic as fuck. There's no getting around well, it. Well, I mean, that Teresa one... fucking hated it. Oh, <laughs> she was really? literally mad. Why? Because she was because, pissed. Because we, we, we were both falling asleep. <laughs> and she couldn't tell what was going on. And she, I guess she just wanted to watch a, a fun, easy-to-digest movie with me. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, Travis and them are just loving this shit. And she was like, man... It was like, tell Travis, this is a zero out of 10. And I'm kind of mad. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. God damn. Well, Teresa, you watched it wrong. Um, oh, I watched it wrong too, apparently. Why, it's a zero out of 10? No, no. Okay. No, I don't know what it is. I don't know what to rate that movie. But I didn't even finish it the first time I watched it because I was like, I'm too tired for this shit. It's chaos. So once I Once I finished it, I was like, okay. 
I like this movie. I don't know if I love it yet, but I like it a lot. That creature, though, that's what I'm talking about as one of the most Lovecraftian things I've ever seen. Is the the movie sure, but that that part in particular, I'm like, this is this oh, is I how know. you put Lovecraft on screen right here. You don't even see this shit, but you kind of do, but you can't tell what the fuck it is. It doesn't, it doesn't, and it doesn't make sense. It's like, what body part am I looking at right now? It doesn't even seem to make sense. And why is it <laughs> chilling? Why is it chilling in front of him for so long, just sitting there? I want my mommy. Oh yeah, dude, that's visceral. Anytime a grown person's screaming that they want their mom, you know it's not good. Whatever situation they're in is not fucking good. Yeah. So matter okay, you can't... Yeah, I'm not finding shit about this. Fucking... Yeah. Everything's too new, bro. Yep. That's like right when I was done watching Skin and I was like, what the fuck? And no one was saying anything about it yet. So I was just coming up with shit. But I mean, apparently it's, it's for most people who do watch it, they can come up with all the same theories because it's all there basically, whether it be child abuse or mental illness and child abuse that are the kids being in purgatory or hell, all that, all that at the same time. Yeah. I like, I like as simple as it is. My favorite theory is literally the the one that's on the surface level is that these kids were plucked out of. Right. Plucked react- and put into a pocket dimension and they're tormented by a skin of Medusi. So if you had to live a life or live out, live out one of these scenarios, which one are you going with? You going with the skin of Marine scenario? Oh, outwaters. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I want to cut my dick off anyway and <laughs> disembowel myself. <laughs> That I feel like this guy every day anyway, so why not? You can have the Skinnerink do it for you. Although Skinnerink, I mean, cartoons ain't too bad. I'll chill and play and watch cartoons, I guess. Until that thing comes and along. Pee on the floor. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll do what he says. I don't care. Well, I think I even doing. Yeah, but I think even doing what it says after a while, it still just wants to hurt you. That's cool. Like, do you think if Kevin, when he was like, I want to play. Do you think if Kevin would have been like, come play with my Legos, you think it would have just sat down and started playing with him, or you think it would have went got that knife because it wants to play it, with that knife? I think it would have did something mean. Yeah. See, in my heart like of hearts, that. I want to believe that that thing really just wanted to play with the Legos, and that was, no. the moment he, that was the moment Kevin fucked up by ignoring his ass, like a boss, but he ignored him. Kevin fucked up when he was home alone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, this is the worst version of Home Alone ever. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't even think about that. That is amazing. Fucking Joe Pesci in there, like, put the knife in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Joe Come upstairs. Pesci. Come on. Come upstairs. Go upstairs. Piss on the wall. <laughs> We're going to get Dave Z to come in. Dave Z to do it. Yeah, we got to get Dave Z to say it. <laughs> Reach out, bro. He might do it. Dave Send us some records files, bro. Yeah, just say these lines. Just say these lines for us, please. I'll figure it out. It's all we need. <laughs> you hear that, Dave? Come Dave, Z, Dave Z, we coming for you. Bro, he, he listens he to assaulted. fish. He listens to fish. You can't fuck with that, dude. I'm going to, uh, dude, I'm not even lying. I've never heard a single fish song in my whole life. Me either. But I know that, like, they're, like, the biggest cult band of all time. Uh, you know what I mean? I think they're slightly behind one other band. Okay, go for it. Grateful Dead. Okay, brother. Sure, they they still. But they I mean, it's it's Grateful Dead part point part two, right? I mean, but that's what I'm saying. They're still going. It don't even matter if they're dead. They're still going. <laughs> it's like fucking Necro Band. John Mayer is the new fucking lead in this band. Damn, Dead and Co, baby. 
John Mayer. Mm-hmm. That boy jams. He the mayor. He the mayor of Jamtown. That boy shredded. He he started he shredded. shredded. <laughs> Shred it, bro. At every John Mayer concert, that dude's there. And now John play Mayer. the fight riff. <laughs> oh, Fucking Dave Chappelle. Fucking getting down in that barber shop. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He's cool enough to do that. He's cool enough to do anything he wants. I love John Mayer. Continuum. It's a ten to this day. For the listeners that uh <laughs> that don't like it. Don't like what? The burps. Oh. No, bro, they, they're cool. They get it. <laughs> they're cool. They get it. It's no big. I don't think there's ever been many burps that I've taken out, if ever. Dude, when Cody when Cody said someone sounded like they were dead, that was funny. <laughs> and it was totally me he was talking about. <laughs> what did you what did you do? Oh, I was burping my ass off. Oh. <laughs> Some deep wind tunnel fucking beer and tacos and Rice and gravy burps. The the burps, I don't mind. It's when a motherfucker's eating on mic. Oh, oh my yeah, god. Bro. I need you to take it down like three notches. Okay? It's not very dude of you. It's time to abide. Welcome to the nightclub, man, where we just burp and it's cool, man. <laughs> don't even worry about it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like skin of a rink, then that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and if you're obsessed with it like Tibu, well, you have a mental disorder and you're probably traumatized <laughs> from something that happened in your life. <laughs> oh, this trauma is killing me. It's beautiful. Oh, Rick, I'm so tra- traumatized. You're, you're not traumatized, Morty. You're just... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hey, baby. Hi, T. Travis says hi. He and says you, wa- you watched out. You watched wrong. it wrong. <laughs> She's grumbling. There's a right way to watch every movie. And when someone doesn't like something that me or him likes, normally we just tell people they watched it wrong. <laughs> Hashtag. She has stronger feelings than just don't like it. She dislikes it. Take it up with Banfitch. Who's that? The director. And the star. He's Robbie. He's the guy that cuts his own dick off. Dope. So what? that's all she said? She just said she has oh, strong yeah. opinions? Okay. Oh, yeah. Grumble, grumble. Uh, how, how, and how are you feeling about Skinnamarink? Put it this way. As far as Outwaters and Skinnamarink go, after the more I thought about them, the more I liked them. But I still don't know where I stand with them. I think I like Skin and Marink better as a film mm-hmm. because at least it doesn't doesn't make my head hurt. But if I had to choose one to get stuck in, like in real life, I would definitely go with Outwaters and rip my guts and my penis off and die in the desert. See, if I had to choose one, and this, I wish I, w- I do wish there was a few more people here to choose who had seen them. But my big because that's was- what I want to do every time I like go to work. Or, like, have to wait in line at the DMV. <laughs> or fucking when you're stuck in at a Dollar General and the person in front of you is so old and they have a car, like, some bank card or card you've never seen before, ever, and no what? one else has. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't work in the little, and they don't understand how to fix it, and they don't want to try nothing else. And or it's I'm like, at the bro. gas station and someone's buying lottery tickets and I'm like, 
you're going to scratch all those motherfuckers out the counter, aren't you? Yeah, they're going to. And they yeah, they gonna. There. And, and I like, watch them. I watch them for days. And then I chase myself away with an axe and cut my dick off like in Outwaters. <laughs> every time. Every fucking time that happens. And I think it's natural and it's wholesome if you're stuck in line at the DMV, but it, it's the proper, it's the, it's the proper sexy thing to do. It's just the, when it's you're the stuck in the outwater. sexy thing to do when you're stuck in the Mojave Desert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. For me, when it comes to these movies, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I love both. 100. Yeah. You're, you're at a 10 for both of them. So. Yeah, I, I respect um, it, man. Like, I just, I just don't know where I sit with either one because they're both very fucking challenging. But if I had to watch one of them again tonight, I would definitely pick Skinnamarink, and that would be the set, the third time that I've seen it. I think so, Skinnamarink is way less challenging than the Outwaters. To I me. agree. I think it is too. And I I've think people it. thought it was fucking challenging till they saw Outwaters. Yeah, because like the only <laughs> thing Skinnamarink to me will test is somebody's patience. Patience, right? Outwaters tests. Hold on a second, bud. What, baby? I love you so much. <laughs> um, we got look. She wanted. She woke up today, and was like, "I want boiled shrimp," and I was like, "I'm gonna make that fucking shit happen tonight, cuz mm-hmm. even if I gotta go to Walmart during Mardi Gras and buy the shrimp and borrow them myself." Damn, did that shit. I didn't do that. No, I went and bought them at Crazy About Crawfish. <laughs> oh, that was the last resort, though. Right. So we went and got bald shrimp, corn, potatoes, all that shit. Dude, that's Sausage. what the Outwaters is, is that pot you boiled. That's what happened. They fell in that pot. <laughs> <laughs> they fell in the pot and they're stuck for eternity. Well, they got all the shrimp creatures out there after them, and the, the corn is the shriek snakes for whatever reason. I don't know. Man. If you own a restaurant, devein your motherfucking shrimp. Hashtag. Okay. So lame, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I bro. Even, I, you, I, own, I, you own a restaurant, dude. I'm paying you extra not to cook this, not to have to cook this so yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? So that I don't have to do the fucking work. Devein the motherfucker, bro. I, I agree with you. Charge me extra. I don't give a fuck. I'm already paying extra. I agree 100%. Cause I've Peel been, them, I, bitch. <laughs> I've been to places that I'm like, bro. Dude, I don't want to eat poo poo. No, it's gross. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God damn. I'm not visitor Q. <laughs> <laughs> I need silo, <laughs> bro. Oh what? Oh god, we're gonna get on that now. Yeah, let's watch it right now. Let's just stream it. <laughs> Start a cast. Yeah, but where's Brent? He loves Twisted Tuesdays and shit. I was there uh, the other week. We watched two movies. I forget what they were, but it was fun. Yeah, oh. them, them folks Them folks over there are good. I like them. One They're was fun. My Bloody Valentine, the original. I know that because it was around. Valent- it was either on or around Valentine's Day. Yeah, but My Bloody Valentine is dope. It's choice. You know, I kept thinking that the Mutilator was the Prowler when Cronenberg was talking about that shit. Dude, I love the Prowler, but the Mutilator, son, the Mutilator, son, is amazing. Well, see, and that's why I was like, there's no way they're talking about the Prowler. That movie's boring. No, bro. Yeah. Oh, God, Travis. Boring. 
Okay, well then go watch Skin of a Rink. I don't know. Yeah, well. <laughs> every every Dude, every... it's got an amazing soundtrack. It's got some hilarious like it's an 80s film but like everyone looks like they're kind of stuck in the late 70s a little bit. I think it's cuz it came out I think Prowler came out in 80 or 81. Oh, well mistaken. that makes sense, dude. And it's it's this fucking World War 1 guy. And well, that, he's, he's into fatigues, and he well, looks that's why dope. you love him, though. But that and he's doesn't... got the fucking he's got the fucking long trench knife and the pitchfork, dude. The kills are great, dude. Like, watch it. I don't know. Okay, okay. watch it again. Based on how hard you're like, going, like I'd it's watch like it it's again. like it's not a ten, but it's it's a fun. Like, if you just want a dumb slasher to watch, like, yeah. thumbs up. You know. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Yeah, I, I know just, what you're like, saying. You're just saying you don't get the hype, I guess. But for Prowler, no, I don't. I think most of the hype is in the gore because Savini did that shit. Mm-hmm. Like he did the fuck out of it. Yeah, and I think some people do say it might be some of his best work. Dude, it's dope. So. Like, like the fucking the fucking shotgun to the dome is amazing. It's one of the best exploding heads I've ever seen. Ooh. Yeah, like it's definitely a top five exploding head. I know, right up uh, there with that scanner boy. I know, I know that the, y'all were loving the mutilator, and I was, I was confused. I'm like, man, Dude, there's no way the mutilator though. The mutilator's bay. I've been, I've been arguing the merits of Justin Long being bay for a while. I'm not with me. I think Justin no, Bay. I think Justin Bay is long. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I said it. It was an accident, but I'm going with it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just when it comes to p- things or people being Bay, oh, Justin yeah. Long is Bay. Absolutely, Duh. dude. There's... Look all the fucking. He's got some. Ser- I think he's got some legit serious horror cred. Yeah, he definitely does. I don't know why. I don't know why it's even a debate. Like, who the fuck? Justin he, Long's Bay, man. He's even in a movie, another horror movie from 2022. I haven't even seen it called House of Darkness. Oh fuck! I'm gonna watch it then. Yeah, you know why? Because he Bay. He Bay. Just on that alone, that's all I need. He big. I hope I can watch it before the end of the year list. It's my number one now. <laughs> I'm not even gonna watch it. It's my number one. Damn. Fuck. I'm just not gonna watch it. Fuck that list, dude. I'm so ah. tired of this list. <laughs> I've got to keep it in. Wait, hold on. Yeah, let me keep do, it in. Let me do my new live for the for the Discord. Crafty <laughs> <laughs> the clown here. He's that crusty boy. Yeah. God damn. Someone said you butt hurt, and I'm like, no. Who? What when? What happened? In the Discord. I remember meme. someone posted the meme, but I didn't like Jason was giving me shit and someone's like, You butt hurt, and I'm like, No. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to look. I'm going to see if I can find it. Boy, <laughs> y'all were all cutting the fuck up today in the Discord with this goofy shit. And dancing T-Rexes and fucking I started the hardcore dancing thing, the circle pit shit, but uh y'all did the rest of it. I don't know what happened. It just went crazy. I don't know. It to me it always does this though. I don't know. It goes crazy, then it dies, and it goes crazy, then it dies. It's like outwaters. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the nightclub where we are the ones who wait. For the Civil War to end, so Brit can show up. <laughs> God damn, this dude looks more and more Cajun every time we look at dude, him. Dude, I know, right? Dude, what he looks Cajun on? as fuck, dude. I'm just saying, what? dude. 
You look Cajun as fuck lately, bro. I'm for you real. Do I look Cajun as fuck. You look like Ricky's brother or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like you remind me of my friend Thorne's dad a lot. Like nice. with the hat and the goatee and shit, and the glasses. Well, I don't mean take it off. I'm just saying. Well, just because it says, just because it says Daytona 500 on it. <laughs> no, no, I'm embracing the redneck, man. I'm embracing it. <laughs> Go for it, man. No, I mean that's that's not even it, dude. I don't know. You just you just look Cajun lately. It's a glow. It's, it's a glow, glow you've got. Yeah. It's a glow. I dig wow. it. I dig it. How were the races? Oh, it was fun, man. We we got there like. Well, way too early because I was off on the time. I was thinking it started at one thirty, and it did Central Time, but I was not in Central Time. But no, it was uh, everyone was pretty well behaved until about the last thirty laps, and then just all went to fucking hell from there. It was kind of awesome. Um, <laughs> it was like a fucking demolition derby. It was fucking great. <laughs> it, was, you know, it, was just awesome. it was just awesome. That that fucking track is uh, like literally a fucking sight to behold. It is huge. I mean, it's fuck. I'll put some, uh, I'll, I'll throw some videos up on our Discord of just like the cars like passing in front of me. And it's like the field goes by and then there's like a three second gap. And then there's this wind that comes by and it like just whips the shit out of you. It is just, uh, it, it was, it was fucking phenomenal. We had a good ass time. Yeah. I've never I'm, been to a, a, a raceway or anything like that. I've never, I've never same. seen a, a live race. I almost didn't know what to call it. I almost called it like a live match. And I'm like, that ain't what it is. <laughs> no, it was, uh, my second big one. Uh, the wife and I did, uh, North Carolina a couple of years ago. And that was pretty awesome. But this is like, I mean, the 500 is like the Super Bowl of racing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of awesome. It kind of makes sense. Have the Super Bowl first and then just let me not care about the rest of the season, I- right? I've heard about it for years. I've always seen Daytona 500, Daytona 500, but I never knew what the fuck it was like. Oh, the the fucking the pomp and the circumstances mm-hmm. through the whole thing, the fucking jets flying over. I mean, we had jets fly over us like nine times. Like, Damn. Like cut like coming down low and then like shooting off and like sonic booming when they went out of the out of the place. Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. Well, not only did you get to experience an epic race, but you also got some new ink. Some I epic did. ass ink. I, oh fuck, dude. That's a pretty tattoo. It when is. I when I met when I met Ross in December in Ocala, and he said he had some flash to show me. So he showed me this flash sheet, and it was the anchor piece of his flash sheet. I mean, for anyone who has ever had a tattoo, it's like you, you you know that like the anchor piece is like the great fucking big one that's supposed to draw your eye to the little ones that you can actually afford, right? That's like kind of what happens you know and sure sure i i saw this thing and i was just like oh my god like i have to i have to have this at some point i just have to hell yeah um, man. and you guys know fucking ross ross is a fucking i mean he is the biggest fucking teddy bear you're ever gonna meet in your fucking life shat cuddly ross that who will then who will then who will then lay you down for four hours and inflict pain on you like you've never had before but because you're there and that's Dude, the leg doing. hurts yeah Oh fucking hey god. <laughs> yeah, I know it, bro. Yeah. The leg well, my it, leg piece is the most uncomfortable I've ever been in a tattoo chair. Damn. Well, I've I've up. never I've never had a piece this size finished in one setting. Yeah. So this is like I, I mean I have pieces that are this size, but they've done been done over three or four settings. This was gotcha. This was straight, let's fucking go and get this done. Six you know hours? What? Uh about four, a little over four. 
Okay, yeah, not bad. That's not, awesome. Not too, not, yeah. not bad at all. Yeah, man. And absolutely. Well, but, but just like okay, so I, I'm I'm again pushing fifty. I've got a lot of tattoos. This thing is so fucking solid. It is so fucking tight. The details, yeah. everything. You dude, know, and, the, the and, fucking and, colors pop so good, dude. Mm-hmm. It's it's well, so good. When I, I first I, saw I it, I thought it was the Kandarian dagger at first. I was like, whoa, what is this? Because it sort of kind of has that similar design. But it's not. It's not the same thing. But it looks so like it looks. It reminds me of it, and I was like, "This is so fucking Evil Dead." Like I love it. Because it the silhouette. Yeah, it has that shape. And then mm-hmm. both my wife and her aunt, when they saw it, they're like, "You know what it looks like? It looks like a heart." And I'm like, "No, it doesn't." And they're like, "Look at it." And I'm like, "Fuck, it does look like a heart." You know. And I I texted Ross that and I'm like, "Hey, these two ladies, they say it look, look looks like a fucking heart." And they're like, "Yeah, it's like the fucking wonderful like blood heart of gore." And I'm like. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's oh, but it it is so fucking sweet. And I'm super blown away by, first of all, the cleanliness of it. Like it it is super fucking clean. There is there are there's no ragged edges, nothing. There's just not it it is it is fucking perfect. But just the design and like for me, like the the, the fact that I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it and like come down here for it. You know, I mean, it's like for me that I wanted to come down here to to see the Daytona 500. I thought that would be really awesome. But in my in my heart of hearts and don't tell my wife, but I really wanted to come down here for this tattoo. That's really I really wanted to come down here for. Um, <laughs> and I, I could not fucking be happier, you know, and and the shop there, everybody in the shop, fucking little Joe down there that runs the shop. I mean, everybody is just the fucking most awesome people. I'm going to get Ross to put a fucking Presto Changeo phone on me somewhere. No, oh. no, that's my idea. I want to oh. do it that way. I can say I love it more than you. Even oh, though I don't. that's right. That's Remember? right. My bad. Yes, yes. I'm going to get it as a throat piece, bro. <laughs> <laughs> get the oh one that God. get the one that's, that I did that says you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Motivational, yes. Yeah, bud. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll be honest with you, Travis. There's a piece of me that wants to find that little plastic phone and beat you to death with it. But I like that. At, You'll have at, to three print it probably. Well, no, no, no. Hold on though. <laughs> at the Oh, that's such a good fucking idea, Rick. Oh my you god. You should okay. 3D print that okay. shit and send it to well, me. I'll he's, paint it for him with he's the get back home. He's 3D get printing back. my my death weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but here's the funny part though. At, at the same time though, there is a piece of me that is so happy that you love that movie the way you love it. I, and, and I and I mean this honestly. Absolutely. Like I don't I don't get it, but the reality is I don't have to get it. Um, you do, no, you because, do get you do get it. Brent. Well, I do get it because Terrifier too. Exactly. That's how I feel about Terrifier too. So I'm I'm as much as I don't get the love that you give to that movie, I'm glad that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm glad I'm glad that like someone is giving like an ultra ridiculous level of love to a horror movie. There's a lot of people that, that are doing that. No, I know that, but it, but it means it means that people will keep making horror movies. I mean, yeah, if man. you think about well, think about this. And I was thinking about this the other day, and I, and I wanted to share this with you guys and sort of get your opinion on it. You think about independent movies, right? There is no genre in movies that gets the love from indie stuff like horror does. Oh, nobody, very, very, nobody, very correct. nobody makes independent rom coms. Okay, they just don't. Okay. Not not the way not the way that they make horror. That's for sure. Damn right. Well, hell no. And so it's like, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, well, you know what? Okay, just because I didn't get this one specifically, or because this one didn't necessarily talk to me, doesn't mean that the director 
and the writer and whoever else should stop. It doesn't mean that. Oh, you know? of course not. Yeah. But that's Me and Teresa awesome. were talking about that today because she hated Outwaters. Not to cut you off. Oh, no, we that's were... fine. No, no, no. Outwaters is the same thing. So but cut me off all fucking day long. But that's that's the fucking beauty of horror. Is There is no other genre that has the passionate people like horror does. When oh, it doesn't exist. Real. With you being a numbers guy, too, I know you respect this aspect of it from, from a a numbers point of view, too, is that both of those films that we're talking about, the two most, I'd say, divisive films in horror in a right long now. fucking time, in a long time even. This is this is like next level divisive. People either love or hate these movies. Or don't know how to feel like me. Well, or <laughs> and then the in-between is the people that just don't know, but 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 it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a black and white. It's pretty much a black and white. It's pretty and white. black and white, yeah. But but from a numbers point of view, both films were made for fifteen thousand dollars a piece, and both movies made insane bank. Skin and Marine made sixty times plus its budget, like plus. Um, well, and that's what we talked about with Terrifier too. We we talked about movies that are making multipliers that are unheard of, and see. Yeah. And, and, and so again, again, I didn't get Skin Marine. It didn't give me the things that it gave you. But what I'm happy about is that it is going out there and it is making its fucking mark. Whether I got it or not is fucking irrelevant. It's absolutely relevant. I want those people to keep making those fucking movies. And I Indie Horror is on the map. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> and that's what and that's what me and Teresa were talking about. She was like, I hate Outwaters, but she was like, ultimately, it's amazing that they made it for what they made it for. And that it's making this much money. And I was like, hey, you might love his next movie. Who yeah, knows? I mean, well, that's exactly that's exactly right. There there probably will be a next movie, and that's the fucking goal. Is that there be a next fucking movie? And the the thing about um Skin and Marink, and I'm gonna touch on this <clears throat> elsewhere, but the thing about Skin and Marink is that this style of filmmaking is not something he just threw together to make this movie. Kyle right. Edward Ball has been practicing and honing this style for a long time with his YouTube channel, Bite Size Nightmares. Right. Making shorts. Yep. Yeah. Heck, heck bro. And heck was the, the proof of concept. This is like, this is how this movie could work. And I appreciate what you're saying, man. Like that's, Absolutely, that's 100%. Yeah. Everything you're saying, I'm all about. No, it's you are beautiful. It's beautiful <laughs> that, that, that a person. You are bay right now. A person who just has, who just has a vision can be given an opportunity. And like I said before, and I believe this 100%. I don't necessarily have to get it for it to be awesome or for it to be successful. But the big thing, the big thing is the continuation. That's the big thing. And that's what these movies did. This is breaking the fucking, like the sky open, like in Outwaters, the sky is ripping apart right now. Like the sky behind Travis right now. Look at that. It looks like a fucking painting, dude. Yeah. These movies are basically showing us you don't need money. You don't, you don't need a lot of things. All you need is pure, raw, creativity and then you right. can make a fucking movie that and drive and a vision and probably are... the ability to pimp yourself you know what i'm saying like yo get on it <clears throat> yeah dude. Football. and and skin marine skin marine got pimped eight waves from sunday it did and it's what it's what got me to go see it now back to the point about did i get it nope i didn't it didn't it didn't strike me but there's lots of people that it did and I'm gonna still say I didn't get the movie, but so fucking what? Who cares? Okay, I don't. I'm 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 one guy. I'm one guy that has some thoughts. Who gives a shit? Um, I just want people to keep doing this because 
if they keep doing it for every, I don't know, 10 or 20 people that go out there and do something and make a movie, there's going to be a couple in there that are going to be fucking absolute gems. And that's what keeps people like me going is those fucking gems. I what, love what them. I like is the awareness that you're saying, like, I didn't like this because we all give each other shit and we have the joke like hashtag you watched it wrong. Right. And that's that's for fun. The truest and and this is like a real ass conversation. The true, the same, true. Yeah, the same for like nightclub jokes and shit. The awareness of like I didn't like this, but I can see that this is big and this is important and this matters and that this is gonna push the genre forward in a great way. Like that's to me, that's what these movies are doing. Like they're 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 just they're getting it out there, man. Like people who might not have ever gone to see like never would have went see a movie like this, like the Outwaters or Skin and Marine, because of the hype, especially. Like the internet is doing a a great job, and that's what it, that's what the Blair Witch um had so much so much success with was how it was marketed, but mainly mainly word of mouth. Word of mouth trumps air, no matter. You could put a billion dollars behind a movie in marketing. Word of mouth will always make it more successful than than money always. Always. Well, that's well, that's the hard part now, though. Is word of mouth is the internet. That's what word of mouth is. It's the so, word. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so what I was saying, and and this is like this is the epiphany that I've come to, and this is going to be going to be deep. When I saw Skin and Rink, um, like I I sat in the theater and I was just like aching for it to be over, and so like I walked out and I was like, oh, I think I hate this movie. But then I started to think about it, and I'm like, well, you know, if I say that I hate this movie, what that's going to tell me is that if this director ever does anything else, I'm not going to go see it, okay? And for me, that, like, defeated the purpose of of horror and its, its fundamental, like, existentialism and how it has to keep going. So, like, I've come, I, I've come to this conclusion that I'm never going to hate a horror movie again. I'm I'm going to give it its due diligence. And the reality is if I didn't like it, I didn't like it. And that's okay. I don't that's, have to like everything. That is a fair fucking thing to say. And even as much yeah, shit bro. as I say, it, like I hate darkness falls. That's all for a joke. It's all for a fun. Right. I don't hate that movie in my heart. I don't think about it and actively hate it. In fact, I think it has some cool shit in it, which is why I yeah, get the mad tooth at fairy it. looks kind of dope sometimes. There's a lot of lie. dope shit in that movie. The opening is a ten, but that movie fails by being mediocre by getting cut off at the knees and being mediocre as fuck when it should have pushed a little. Why that? Why that? Who just drops everybody from high up? Because they didn't know how to. Because f- the studio probably said we can't have gore, and so they just yeah. decided to do so something. lame. Yeah. Well, so but well, I to, love that stance that you're taking. Yeah, like, that's I think a good I, stance. I, I, the the hard part is is to get like all like balanced and based and woke and whatever the fuck else we are. <laughs> you know, the reality, <laughs> We're the woke and based. Is, we just juggle them, bro. We juggle. We all do. Them. We do. We yeah. We juggle them. We juggle them like a three ball circus. We do. Juggalos. Um, oh no. Yeah. It's a juggalo. A juggalo. I think I think I think real hatred is a real thing and I think I want to I want to take that out of horror for me. I want I want to take it out. And I say welcome, that because, Welcome to the 11 out of 10 club. <laughs> right. Well, right. I, yes, exactly. But like for me it's like 
I started thinking about this and it's like, well, okay. So I saw this movie and I didn't like it. Okay. So I didn't like it. So does that mean that I hate it? And it's like, well, no, I don't think it means that I hated it. I think that on some scale or some measure, I didn't necessarily get it or I didn't get what the director was trying to do or it didn't, it didn't touch me. It didn't in touch a certain, me. Yeah. In a, I, I, that's what I was going to say. Cause you're a yeah. smart dude and I don't think it's like <clears> you didn't, you didn't get it. You got it. Or at least you saw what it was doing. Maybe to a certain extent, you're right. Okay. But like there are movies, especially from like 2022 that I really did not like. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I didn't like them because a couple of them, I, one that I think you guys know that I can pick out that touched me in all the wrong ways. So when it comes to horror, like, is that necessarily the worst thing? Um, no, no. And I say that because the one, the one movie from 2022 that just pissed me off to no end. I know you guys already know what it is, but it's like it did everything wrong for me. It didn't do everything wrong for everybody, but it did everything wrong for most people. I don't um, know what it is. Are you going to tell uh, me? Feel free to I'm, clarify. I'm yeah, because I don't know. Okay. Okay. The movie, the movie, hands down, that disappointed me from 2022, the one that pissed me off the most, delivered nothing of what I wanted, was Halloween Ends. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. fuck. Yeah. How did we not pick up? Yeah, I, that? I, I, sorry. Jesus it's, it's been, it's Lord. been so long since all the Halloween shit that I, I'm, yeah. I'm well, like, cool. I, yeah. Well, apparently we're all friends, but like, it, it, it don't look like it here. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But so here's my point, though. So do yeah. I hate that movie? And and the reality is I sat and thought about it. I'm like, no, no, I don't hate it. It had some cool cinematography. It had some cool characters. It had some cool storylines. It had some cool shots. There were some things that bugged the shit out of me. And yeah. but I think that's kind of all right, because here we are, however many months after it came out, and I'm still fucking talking about it. So maybe that's the point. I like maybe this it- new Brent. I think I've said before, like I was, I was out of horror for a long time just because I didn't, I didn't have a place mentally to put it. I didn't, I didn't have a pocket to put it in or a box to put it in, you know, like it meant where it made sense. It's boxes. Right. Um, and well, What's I, in I, the yeah, box? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then I, I got back into it and it was like, I did it like I do everything else. I just went balls deep. I'm going to see as much horror as humanly possible. And a lot of it was really good. That's the, that's a lie. A lot of it was really bad, but and but a, <laughs> a, a little bit of it was really good. But then for me, I saw Terrifier two, and Terrifier two did something for me that horror hadn't done in a long time. And you know what it did? It made me fucking happy. I was like, I I, I left the theater like well, I, I'm old as fuck, so I couldn't do cartwheels. But if I <laughs> could have, I would have done. <laughs> I was so fucking happy. But like trying to digest Terrifier two and how it made me feel has taken me to a place where it's like maybe I maybe I don't know as much as I think I know, but moreover, right. maybe I am not giving things their due credit. Whether I get them or not is almost irrelevant. It's almost irrelevant. You're officially cosmic. Skinnamarink <laughs> was not a bad movie. It wasn't no. shot poorly. It wasn't written poorly. Okay? It didn't do anything poorly. The thing that it didn't do was entertain was you. Touch you. Well, I would say entertain as well. Because entertainment... I'm going to go with touch. I'm going to go with what Ricky said. It didn't touch me. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't grab you. Um, because because here's the thing. If it touched me and grabbed me, it probably would have entertained me, right? 
but in the end, it doesn't really matter because, you know, to Travis's point, it's making money. It's getting people to talk. It's going to give the director a shot at something with a higher budget, maybe a script that was more than look at ceiling, look at Legos, look at ceiling, look at Legos. But again, I hope that it does. I, I hope would that love it does because I really want to have a conversation with you about this movie, though, because I, I, I understand the shot composition is exactly what you just described to it. Well, to a degree, it's it's what you described. Look at ceiling. Look at this. Look at that. Look focus. at the toilet. Look where the toilet used to be. Right. Look at I, the back of mama's head. I understand that it is that. And and I'm not trying to convince you of anything. In fact, everything you're saying is so beautiful. Like Ricky put it the best. He's like, you're cosmic now. Like you're you're you're, you're you you're, came you came with some cosmic shit just now, bro. Bro, crazy. When I said I love this brand, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is awesome. Because I, I I now's not the time, maybe because we're having a good conversation about something else. So I'll save it. But I do want to say, no, don't save it. Don't save it because for me, for me, the hardest part of this movie. Was there so, there were so many little shots in this movie that were so brilliant? Okay, oh, bro, oh, yeah. some of the haunt imagery in this movie is downright haunting, man. Like it absolutely was. And the first time you see the nightlight, and then you see the nightlight on the floor. Yes, was yes. brilliant. It was brilliant. Okay, the things that I didn't get. Okay, the things that I didn't get is that sometimes you have the kids and they're subtitled, and sometimes they're not. And when they were not subtitled. That That's was when to. I had the hardest time hearing them. Yeah. Like, and what I've are you been doing to me? And, and maybe that was on purpose. It is. But it also drove me nuts. Yes. So, but, so watching Valid. a movie, Valid if I'm points. driven, but if I'm, but if I'm driven nuts, I'm probably not in that camp of like, this is great. You know? Right. So yeah. I think, I again, think that's why he says it's more of like a movie meant to make an experience. Kind of like with Outwaters where it's like, I'm, I got a fucking headache trying to see what this movie was showing me. <laughs> and I think that's the point is to frustrate you and keep you in the dark. So you don't know what you're seeing and you don't know what you're looking at. And like, I get that as an experience, but it was still a frustrating experience. You know what no, I mean? I think you're, no, I think you're, I, I think you're right. And I think Travis said it, and this was, this was probably a couple of weeks ago, but he, but he said that it took him back to a place in his childhood where oh, absolutely. you had, where things Absolutely. were simpler, you had, you had simple, yes, you had simpler toys, you had simpler experiences. And I think all of that's completely valid. For me, this just me as a human being, it was like, I needed to push forward. And this thing pushed forward so slowly mm -hmm. that I wasn't engaged. Valid. And that's it's really, completely valid. Dude. It's completely valid. And, yeah. and, and I've watched it three times and I've had the benefit of it's well, not benefit. That's the wrong word. I've watched it enough and, 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 and like, and I'm being, cause I've always said when the first time I watch a movie, it's the visceral experience of the film. The second time is when my analytical eye opens. After that, it's just more catching shit that I missed. So the benefit is just the wrong word. I guess just being studious with the film, I can now follow it scene by scene and, and plot. There is so much story going on in this movie. It's a full story. 140 or yeah 140 minutes of story i promise it's there is it what everyone wants is it going to capture or touch everybody no and and you're not the only person to say that it's, you know that you that it's not doing that for you obviously it, it's it's, oh, it's a, a hard it, it's a hard movie to watch and to get it into. is a hard, it is a challenging movie yeah 
but I find it less challenging than Outwaters. Outwaters is batshit bananas. Grant, you ain't seen that, huh? And I, I, I love, I, and I love the concept of both movies so much. And I'm not going to say anything to spoil Outwaters, but yeah, watch that shit because. No, it's on That's my list. It's just, it, it is not playing anywhere near me, uh, dude. I I've been looking for it. It is nowhere. Oh, it's near it's me. it's out of it's out of theaters now. It's about to. It should be of on sc- Screenbox at this point. You can also watch it on Amazon Prime. Um, oh. if you have Prime, okay. you can subscribe to Screenbox for seven days for a free try. Boom. Okay, there we go. Which is what okay. I did. This whole thing has has led me to a place where I've had to reevaluate how what I think about movies, and I think that. A rewatches are invaluable. They're absolutely invaluable. Yes, and and I think this because of basically three things. The first time I see a movie, I'm generally drawn to the theater because of of something that I saw, whether it be a trailer or whatever else. And those things are generally about how I feel. Okay, and so those things are my heart. Right. If I see a movie a second time. Now that I've had my heart fulfilled, now now I'm now I'm into into thinking mode. And then, in the end, when I see it, say a third time or even even more beyond that, I'm going to my encyclopedia of horror, the things that I know, the things that I is is this doing something for for a certain aspect of lore? Is it expanding a story and doing whatever else? And the hard part with something like Skinnamarink is when I came into it with my heart, it it gave me nothing. Like for my heart, it gave me nothing. And when I saw it for a second time and I was using my head, it was like my head said, well, this is – it's boring, mm-hmm. you know? And when I saw it for a third time, it was like, well, okay, I can kind of see what the director was trying to do. He was trying to invoke something from my child. He was trying to – he was trying to make playing in the basement and doing whatever. He was trying to make it scary. So I saw what he was trying to do. And so it it actually elevated the movie to a certain extent. And for me, like in a lot of movies, to be perfectly honest, um, probably three or four now that I've I've kind of watched using this like newfound philosophy that I have. Some movies have gotten better and some movies have gotten worse. Um, I still go back to um, the movie Megan. Megan was a fucking child's play ripoff that telegraphed his end from like 20 minutes in. Yeah. And it's like once I once I know what's going to happen. My heart doesn't care because it's not going to give me anything to make me to bring me to a, a new place. My head doesn't care because you've already told me what's going to happen. And my encyclopedia is like, well, I've been here before. This has already all been written down. Spoilers so- for Megan for the next like minute <laughs> to two minutes. So the thing that you saw telegraphed was the robot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I saw it. And I was waiting for it. I was actually – see, and this is interesting. This is this is going to make this conversation interesting because once I saw it, I was waiting for it, and I couldn't wait for it. I was like, I want to see this robot throw down with, with Megan. And when it finally right. happened, I was cheering. I was like, yeah, this is what I wanted. So the movie spoon-fed me. It did spoon-feed me, and I, as the audience, for this movie that I did not care it. about, I ate it up. I was like, mm, mm, yeah, I love it. But Megan, Megan is sometimes it be like that. Sometimes it don't be like that. Exactly, Megan. Megan is that type of movie where I went in knowing this is not going to change my life. This is not going to be a list maker. This is not going to be one of my favorites. But maybe it's going to be fun, and it was fun. And I wanted to ask you, Grindhouse. uh, They announced that the new the new version of Megan is going to be streaming, and it's going to be the the R rated version that they filmed with all the gore. 
Do you think that some good and and supposedly the gore is really good? Do you think some extra awesome gore is going to help that movie? Not 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 necessarily. Again, it's not going to make it the best. Okay, but do you think that maybe with some extra gore that it might punch the movie up a little bit? Because um, I'm excited to see a gorier version of it personally. My one gripe about that movie was I just want a little bit more gore, man. And then I think this movie's fucking dope. Is it a ten? Hell no. But is it dope? Almost. Well, no, I think okay, so I think you're right. I think the the gore part of it was definitely lacking. Um mm. but it was also made for a PG thirteen audience. So that piece of it I get. And to be perfectly honest, I'm sort of okay with that. That you you throttled things back because you're looking for a certain audience. Now being that it was trying to be a reimagination of child's play, that's a slippery slope. I, I, I think that you could have, I, I think you, you, you could have gone full blood, full gore right from the get go and market it as such. And I think it probably still would have done really well. Um, as far as an unrated version goes, um, I agree with that, by the way. I, I think again, I talked to my heart. Is my heart going to care? Probably not. Um, is my head? Maybe. My head might care. My my head might like some extra fucking blood, some like yeah. super fucking like awesome blood. Uh, when it, when you get down to the encyclopedia part of it, I I've been here before, right. so I I just I, there's not it's there's not gonna not, save it. No, there's not a lot of new ground to conquer. There just no. isn't. You know, not with, and just and I'm with you on that. Just by adding some gore, it's not gonna make this movie a ten. Will do I want to watch the gorier version? Yes, I do. I really do because I enjoyed it enough that if they make a Megan 2.0, which they are, yeah. I'm I'm going to see it. I will see it because I like it enough. Like the first movie entertained me enough. And that's that's to your point about um Skinnamarink. Even if it wasn't for you, you saw enough in it that you're like this filmmaker has some 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 cojones. Let's see what this filmmaker can do next time. Because they at least did something challenging. It's, they did something original. It's not even cojones. It, it isn't even that. It's that they have something to say. In this instance, they weren't speaking to me. There yeah, probably right. were a bunch of people they were speaking to. In this well, instance, I, I just meant the cojones to make a movie that is skin a rink. Like, oh, correct. No, yeah. correct. This is it, it. It was not okay. It was not a function of me thinking that any part of making this movie was bad. That's not. And again, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it didn't speak to me. Now, I know there are a lot of people that it did, um, and there's probably a lot of people that were absolutely horrified at this movie, and all those people should be. They should absolutely be horrified. It just didn't happen to be me this time. I'm not kidding, and dude. And, 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 dude, that's totally fine. This is probably <clears> – <throat> Skinamarink is probably the movie – like, oh, Ricky knows this from Pihu, but I think <clears throat> Skinamarink is officially – the the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life, and it has filled me with the most dread I've ever felt for those kids. And an, a, a deep emotional, visceral fucking mind fuck. Yeah, yes. definitely. I this get it, dude. When the to me the moments in the, in Skinnerink that hurt me and affect me the most are when the kids are alone and they're talking to each other, and they're yeah. just and they're just trying to play downstairs and they're just trying to ignore the thing they don't understand. They're alone, and there there are scenes in this movie that are hard for me to watch and trouble me. And then there are scenes that are beautiful, and then there are scenes that are just – I cannot believe that they pulled this nightmare imagery off in such a way that it makes me think of when I was a kid, and I'm staring into that darkness, and, and I'm imagining everything. I'm imagining everything, and what I think Skinnamarink and the Outwaters did brilliantly – 
was let the audience's imaginations fill in the gaps and not in a, and not in a cop out kind of way. I think they did it in a skillful, uh, focused kind of way. I think they knew what they were doing. The, the same way the Blair Witch did. It didn't show you anything. It let you scare yourself. And I think that's the magic of those movies. They let you scare yourself because nothing, nothing is more powerful than your imagination. There's nothing more powerful than that. Nothing they can oh, put on film is going to fuck you up more than what you can think of in your own mind. Oh, totally agree. Totally agree. And And for me... This is the whole thing, and this is really what it boils down to, and and this is why I did not like it, but also refused to hate it, because it did not get those kernels for me. It just didn't. Now, if it was something a little different, I'm sure I'm sure it could have been like just all sorts of up my alley and just been like perfect for me. But this was this was obviously a fil- one one filmmaker's perfect adaptation of his youth. Because there was clearly something going on in this guy's household, and whether it was parents splitting up or whether it was, you know, being alone and there's no babysitter, th- there was something, you know, mm-hmm. okay, and that was horrific to him. Here's the reality: it was not horrific to me. And and he filmed that in his childhood home too. That's he his did. childhood he did. home. Yeah, which is, which is which is fucking spectacular. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and I think that's why he was able to get such all those horrific shots because those are probably the times that stick out in his mind where he was terrified as a child and it's so brilliant it's such a brilliant idea you know that's why those shots are so real yeah man that's why the fear in that film is so real um i feel i i I have told you guys before growing up and all of the um travels out to my grandmother's house in dickinson north dakota average house average everything we always slept upstairs there was a closet in the corner of this house. Okay. And it was an old double story, a frame house where they, they, they took advantage of every single square fucking inch of the house. Right. So there was a closet door in the corner, the rightmost corner that the closet door, because they, they, they took advantage of the space was angled. The top of the closet door had an angle on it. Right. So it wasn't a square door. It had an angle on it. And there was one closet each side that had this angle on it. And the one door, the one fucking door when I was a kid, for whatever reason, old house, whatever else, would pop open in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, fuck that, bro. So, if, somebody, if somebody made a movie, and somebody did, it was one of the paranormal activities where they had, a, they had an angled closet door. Oh, if shit. That some, if that some bitch popped open, you would have me fucking hook, line, and sinker. Nice. So... Going back to what we were talking about, like when it came to Skin and Rank, you know what? Like I said, I'm I'm done using the word hate when it comes to horror. I'm done. I love you. I'm yeah, not going to do you it too for that. Well, and I and, and I'm going to try. I know I do it too, but I'm going to try to stop too because I'm on board. Hate's with this. too strong of a word. I'm on board with this. My nipples are hard. I'm on board with this. We're I'm rubbing my nipples. Yeah. Well, I think I think I think hate means something that we don't want it to mean. Sure. And I, and it's. Hate ultimately is not hate. It's just a lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so I don't want to do that anymore because when I see a horror movie and I don't necessarily get it, I was getting to a place where it, like, it was starting to bum me out. And I don't want to be bummed out anymore. I don't. I just Hell don't. No, bro. I, th- there's enough shit it's in life. It's not to worth bum- it. Well, th- well, there's enough shit in life to be bummed out about, right? Sure. So, like, why don't I just say to myself, you know what? I didn't get this exactly. But 
The odds are I know some people that did. And the absolute worst case scenario is fucking Smiley the Imp there can can have a can have a conversation about it and we can discuss it. And it's just gonna the goal the goal is never to make somebody else like something that you love. That's not the goal. Like I don't I don't expect you guys to love Terrifier too like I do. Okay. That that one hit me in a special place, right in my taint parts. And mm-hmm. it, I was ready for always... that movie to be Ricky's fucking like <laughs> uh, Godfather, like yeah. his his Mona Lisa, his Don't fucking magnum opus of movies. And uh, it's turning out that you know he loves it, but it, I love the fuck out of it. Not as magnum, a 10, but it's but it's not my number one. No. Well, but that isn't the point, though. I mean, and I think maybe no, no, no. But that's just me as him and, and thinking what he would love, and and it's it's no, crazy no, that know. you can never predict what your friends well, know, are going to love or not. There's something that I have learned from this podcasting thing, and it's like expect the unexpected. <laughs> well, definitely that. But but there's you might, you also, might get a ball sack. <laughs> there's, well, there's that too. Yeah, yeah, you might get a skin tag named Belial. <laughs> um, but there, there, there is something about it that like inherently like m- makes it a competition. And <laughs> I think, I think the competition part of it is doing us a great disservice. I think that we have to get past the competition part and we just have to do the part where we talk like human beings. And because here's the, here's the thing about skin and ring. When I'm not trying to win, I can see some of its virtues when I'm trying to win. I can't see any of its virtues and I would rather see its virtues and quote unquote lose. than I would see nothing. Okay. Yeah. Because you're framing it from a win lose perspective. And, and I I understand what you mean, but at the same time, and maybe that's because me and Ricky like a lot of bullshit. um, Oh dude, I like bullshit too. So that's like totally, that's totally not. I love all kinds of bullshit. I I can guarantee you that I love something that you would look at and go, "Oh, that's that's garbage." But well, what 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 I was getting at though is like the win lose perspective. So we make lists, right? And and I know me and Ricky are listeners. We love making lists. Um, I'm not gonna speak for you unless you like making lists. I'm I I'm I with lists. I don't I don't I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't like making well, lists. I don't. Well, Ricky, I, Ricky. One day Ricky loves him, and then the next day he I'm don't. big neutral yeah. on him. <laughs> yeah. Big neutral on yeah. the list. <laughs> so I am a list guy. So that the inherent competition is there like because this. you're making a list. So it's like, okay, what's the best and what's not? So that's in there. It's just kind of in there when you make a list. But I've always maintained this: lists are fluid, and that's oh, yeah. that's extending to your pers- this newfound perspective you have of like this win lose shit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter. The lists are for fun. They're just for fun because people love lists, or some people do, like me and other people like listening to other people prattle off a list. So that's I like why listening we... to lists more than I like making them. I'll, I'll give you that. I love making lists, and it's just a fun activity for me. But I, I, I don't. It's not something I'm beholden to. Like, well, I made this list two years ago, so my number one forever in this list is this. No, no. Well, but I think that's the point though, is that we get to a place where we're beholden to what we said one year or two years. No, three years not, ago. not here, not on this show. Well, not here, but I think in life and, and I'm, I'm acknowledging, I'm acknowledging my beholdenness to like my hatred of certain movies, which is why I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's okay to say I did not like that. 
And here's why I did not like that. A hundred percent. But I think, but I think hate is like, hate is like fucking too much. It's too much. I, I I don't want to be somebody who espouses hate because what I've figured out is that for all the horror that I watch, if I, if I have to pick a side on something and I have to like be in a place where it becomes my mission to mentally browbeat it into submission, it just fucking it just fucking bums me out. Yeah, that's not a fun place to be in. No, it's and there's not, a lot of people know? that feed off that, dude. They feed off loving to hate shit, and it's like I'd rather love something than hate it all the time. That's why I I, I liken myself to Ebert. I'm like I'm I'm way easy to please. Just be entertaining. That's it. Just entertain me. That's all. If you go deeper and you touch me, yeah. that's why I guess that's why I started my thing off from entertaining. I can be entertained and not touched. That's different. If I'm touched, that's deeper. That that's my that's how I am though. That's not maybe how you are or other people, but that's no, how I am. No, and I think I, I think I told you that. That's what my wife said to me like maybe 18 months ago and she's like you got to stop with this fucking over analytical whatever else and and just start from were you entertained? Right. Well, okay. And, and we're going to have these I mean that's part of doing this no, show. I think is we, we're going to always think, defend I think we will and too. say no, dude, and, yeah. I totally think we will too. Yeah, yeah. but it's it, but it's more to be perfectly fucking honest, it's it's more for me and it's more for wanting to be overall just more positive in general. Yeah. And and even if even if I have a movie where I don't have a lot of positive things to say, I want to find some way to say, you know what? Because, I mean, again, this is horror. OK, horror is the one genre in the world where three guys who live in a cabin in Montana decide to make a movie and it somehow gets some sort of distribution. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that does not happen with any other fucking genre movie. It just does not happen. But I want those three guys to make a second movie and a third movie and a fourth movie because I want to fucking see right. it. I also did want to say uh, when it came to watching Skinamarink, and you, y'all know this because I was in the Discord talking about this. For the listeners who don't know, the first time I attempted Skinamarink, I made it 10 minutes in. And I was so bored, I was pissed. And I right. stopped. I stopped the movie to make sure it wasn't a. I go by what we go. I think we all go by wide release, right? Yeah. Yes. But in the end, who gives a fuck? Whatever. Me, I do. I care about that because for the show, well, for the purposes of when I saw it in the show, I'll give that's you all, that. that's, I'll that's give all you I care about it for. I'll give you that. But so when when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, this came out in 2022 at a festival. And I can stream it right now, but when's it really coming out for the world? 2023, okay, I'm going to wait. I was bored beyond belief in the first 10 minutes. The second time I watched this movie, I shut myself down and and, and focused on the film and let it do its thing. I let it do. And what I got out of it on that second – I say second watch, but that's really my first watch. The the real first time, That's that's when it, it really hit me. And I, I, I just let it take me away into what it was doing. And then sec, uh, subsequent watches were just more and more absorbing it, more and more figuring it out. All that being said, when when I let this movie do what it was going to do, this movie this movie accomplished something that I've – I'm not kidding when I say this is why I watch movies. Skinamarink is why I watch movies. For something like this to come along is – Almost once in a lifetime, much less every ten years, for someone like me, I haven't like how you haven't had a movie like Terrifier two blow you away in a long ass time. 
there has not been a horror movie that has done what Skinnamarink has done for me personally in a very, very long time. And then I was like, damn, the, the hype around this movie is real. Like, this is real shit. Um, whether people love it or hate it, it's the hype is real. Like, yep, on both sides. It, it, it It's amazing. It's amazing. That's always the hard part, though, because you see so many, like, websites and whoever the fuck else is talking about shit. But I think the real hype, the real honest hype is like people like us talking about it. We're not talking about it because we have bills to pay. We're talking about it because we want to talk about it. Yeah. Good, bad, otherwise, right? Um, yeah, this, co- this, cost us, this cost us stuff and everyone nothing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, we're paying to talk about this. So it's like, but really, I mean, when it, when it comes to horror, and I, and I said this before, it's like horror, horror is the one genre where, where people keep trying regardless. They just keep trying. It's the genre they try the hardest in, I would say. Yes, I agree. Well, I, 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 I think it has the most sort of low budge, like creative, I want to do something people. 100,000% agree. Horror in general as a genre and as a space, you know, just in the movie realm tends to be a pretty fucking lonely place. The people that love horror tend to be even fucking lonelier. But we, this is the shit that we live for, right? Horror over the last four years for me, and I know for sure for you, Grindhouse, over the last year and a half has opened up your world. Like it's opened up the whole world and we're finding so many people out there. We're kind of sort of building a community is really what's happening. Well, and, we're, no we're, doubt about we're it. Doing it. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it stone by stone. It's nice to see this progression of people that want to keep talking about this and want to keep this alive because that's the only way that we do it is by talking about it. And it give it gives me a voice for how I feel and for what scares me. I don't expect every single person to have that exact same voice, but what I can tell you, and I mean this when I say this, is that I'm hearing your voice and I'll listen, okay? Because that's the fucking point of this whole entire fucking thing. There's no um, more hate in his heart. He's listening. There's not. There's not. I mean, and I. If you've got hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> let it out. <laughs> like I, like I said, and I mean this when I say this, trying to find horror movies to hate was bumming me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, dude, I get it. I get it for real. <laughs> um, and there's a it difference. There's a difference between hating something and trying to understand it. Okay. And it was really easy for me to say, because I don't understand this, I have to hate it. But I think that's also a good prism to look at the world through. Because I don't understand it, I have to hate it. I don't fucking want to do that anymore because it takes too much fucking energy and it makes me feel like shit. Mm-hmm. No, and, and it's it's like this with everything. With, it, with anyone who you don't know or any experience you ever have with somebody or something that turns you off or pisses you off, it usually comes down to because you just don't understand nine times out of 10. Sometimes it's belligerence. It's people just acting the fool, whatever you want to call it. Scratching their lottery tickets at the fucking register. Exactly. But if you took a second to talk to that person, I guarantee you within 10 minutes of having an actual conversation, you're going to find somewhere that y'all relate. And sure. I, I think, I think that's what Brent's touching on is that horror is horror is a way it, there's one, there's many ways that we can all connect music and, and, and all sorts of things. 
but horror is another way for us all to connect Crochet. and find well, unless your hands cramp up too much. Yeah. Um <laughs> crafts, arts and crafts. All those things that you find a way that gaming. Oh, well, fucking yeah. horror horror is none else than the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Because we all have something. There's out there's something for everybody. It might oh, be the late night sneaky uncle. It might be I had babysitter issues. It might be anything. There's always something in horror that can relate to who you are, who you became, and how you feel. Yeah. And if you don't embrace that, and moreover, if you don't have somebody to discuss it with, that's when you fucking feel alone. Yeah. And it's the nightclub. It I, for me, it's become a point of like why it exists. That's why it fucking exists. That's and, why folks need to go join that goddamn nightclub Discord. Come and, and talk to us. And they're fucking joining in droves lately, which is fucking sweet for the record. Yeah, baby. So everybody just keep coming on in. Um, keep on coming, cuz, cause we're gonna uh, keep on swallowing. Well, and, and, we, keep, coming. and, and never, we keep we keep on talking. I think we've made that pretty clear. We 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 always we, do. we we ain't too good for nobody. We ain't too good for nobody. No, definitely. I mean, I'm not. too good for Travis. But yeah. beyond that, that's we it. Other than that, yeah. yeah. I never even introduced this episode, by the way, properly. But this was Dune's Cantina. I've been Travis Maxwell Boone, joined by motherfucking Rickles and Grindhouse Zombie, bringing the deepness tonight. Bringing that deep, new, bringing fresh... that cosmic wisdom. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I have been so involved in horror now for the last eighteen months, and in twenty twenty two. I went fucking deep on horror. Like oh, deep. yeah. But what I learned is that as much as horror gives me, and it gives me a lot, horror gives me a lot to digest about myself. If you don't take a step back and you don't decide that, like we're talking about tonight, it's like, well, this movie sucked. And it's like, well, no, it didn't necessarily suck. I mean, and granted, there's some horror that sucks, and we kind of all know that. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when, well, but I mean, uh, horror by its nature, I mean, a lot of it is like poopy, right? No, but I, but I but know what you're getting at. If you don't, if you don't take a second to take a breath and go, you know what? Okay, maybe I didn't like this, but because I didn't like it, doesn't mean that it sucks. It just um, it it just means that it didn't strike me at the right moment, the right time. It's like you know, most of us are just a fucking guitar. That's all we are. And just the, it, it, that one moment, someone didn't pluck a string just right, and so mm-hmm. it just didn't hit us, you know. But yeah, yeah it's called wait. resonance, man. It didn't resonate. But maybe a year from now, maybe ten years from now, maybe that it shit will. it'll be humming your frequency, cause fucking a, fucking a, brother. You got it right. I love you, motherfuckers. Thank you all for being on here. Thanks for having me. I'm good. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) The first time is the worst. I keep on dreaming and I can't believe that it's done. Life goes on. Second time is the worst. These dreams where I'm swimming and no one can hear me. I'm lost somewhere in life. Sunlight one day at a time They step it out of mind with everything
I'll take. Uh, I will. I will own my roles in adopted cage. You are. That's what I was about to say. You are adopted now. Welcome. You kind of. You kind of look. You kind of look like Sammy Pierre Douay from Goat Horror, just without the long hair. Dope. And with like a shorter goatee. Well, so, if I'm an adopted, you know. if I'm an adopted Cajun, Ricky is my daddy, Travis is my mama, and then like I, I'm not sure who my godparents are. We'll make it. Trevor, Trevor. can be my god. Trevor can be my godfather. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Trevor's your parent. That's yeah. your parent. Yeah. Parent. Okay. And your yeah. other parent is Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's little brother. Nice. <laughs> 